I thought, wow, Nas really misses me, so I, I actually watched it. I, I don't miss you. I, had to catch up I just wanted you to watch Moon Knight. I think, um, I, well, think I mean, you literally PM'd me online and said, can you watch Moon Knight? I just so figured I you needed to watch it. This. Uh, well, I hated the end, let's just say that. Really? Yeah, you're like, let's thank you, Nas, for letting me see it. And then today you're kind of like, eh. One, two, three was super solid, and then it started breaking down. Right, we'll save it, we'll save it. We'll yeah, save it. we'll get to that. Um, I have actually started recording, so this is also, probably... Also, I hate <laughs> tweets like this. <laughs> this is probably a good point. What is this tweet? What? What tweet? The first Egyptian superhero. Who gives a shit? <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll save that topic. We'll save that topic. Let's we'll let's save. just use this as a point to say that this is obviously a Moon Knight themed episode. We've got four of us on. We've got myself, Anaz, we've got Sly, we've got TJ, and we've broken our own promise and we've brought Nar on. We've dragged him on. Vega wasn't available. DLL wasn't available. So we've we've scraped the bottom of the barrel. Nar, do you want to introduce yourself? Hey. Great. I don't know. You've, I mean, you probably heard of me. Desperate witness. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. You couldn't ask nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, we could have. I don't know why we didn't. <laughs> I didn't even know he watches the show. To be fair. Right. Now, Sly, let rip. What were your thoughts? What were your thoughts? Because for those who I don't know if I started recording in time, but Sly, Sly literally binge watched this over the course of yesterday and today. So he's probably got the freshest memory of the show. What were, um, your, what were your thoughts, Sly? A, a lot of thoughts. Um, um, dang, I don't even know where to start. Uh, episode one was a really good hook. Um, it was really interesting to see someone who tied themselves to a post and put tape over the door. So much wacky shit that you just didn't understand, but it kept you invested in the episodes, uh, which I really enjoyed. Um, but then I feel like it fell off at four, five, six. It just got so weird, and there were so many conveniences, I guess, to the plot that it just it didn't feel as real anymore as it did in one, two, three. Um, that was my biggest issue of it. Like in the last episode, literally, Moon Knight is about to get killed. Uh, Layla is about to die, and then he like passes out, and then everyone else is dead. I don't understand how that works, right? And they missed out on a potentially big action scene because someone, some writer thought it would be best to write a plot convenience rather did than... You, did you watch the post-credits post scene? Yeah, did you stay with the post-credits? I post watched credits? the post-credits. I watched only one of the post-credits scene. But uh, I don't know. One scene. Was it the episode six one? Yeah, that's yeah. the only one, I think. Okay. I thought I missed all of them, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't feel like going back. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It just felt... I, I don't know. I just really didn't like that end. It felt way too convenient. That's all. Mm. I mean, I guess, yeah. The only... I, mean, I kind of see what you mean, but at the same time, yeah. I can also see why they did it. Yeah. I also hate every Marvel product that's literally, oh, the story doesn't end, and they put something to tease something else. Like It feels I mean, like there's no closure with Marvel, and I, I honestly don't like that. And that's just a personal really thing. They did it earlier in the season. I think it was episode two where Mark was about to die again and then Jake came out and saved him. And more was than that, it was implied two? a few times. Like, even in episode one, I think, when they're doing the car chase, like, that could have very well not been a Mark. Yeah. It could have been Steven. There's also the scene in the, I think, the desert as well, where they get surrounded by people, and next thing you know, they're all dead, and Mark starts asking Stephen if it was him. So right, yeah. There's a lot of build up to it, and I feel what they've done is just kind of leave the door open because if if you imagine them bringing a third personality in and actually like exploring it, there wouldn't have been enough screen time in the season to do that. So I kind of like that they just kept him there in the background, like to tease people who kind of knew he was around. And then yeah, at the end, we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, confirmed it. And they're like... Is that in the comics, by the way, that he has three personalities? Uh, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think four, even. Oh, okay. he might. Mm-hmm. There might even be a fourth. Yeah, I'll say Mr. Mr. Knight was a completely different personality in the comics. Yeah. Right, see, I don't read comics, so I, I wouldn't know that. Mm. Um, I did I like the so. relationship between Oscar Isaac and Oscar Isaac. That was fun. <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah, like, 
hats off to him, and he was and incredible. We just appreciate how good of an actor Oscar Isaac actually is. Yeah. Well, he was shit in Star Wars, but in this <laughs> he wasn't yeah. even bad. He, he was given like bad scripts. Right, yeah, he was. Seen. But, like, a good script really changes an actor, and Oscar nailed it, I think. No, you're not oh, wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Mm. And I, I'll be honest, like, if any other actor played Moon Knight aside from Oscar Isaac, I don't think it works. I think Oscar Isaac just went all the way in like having the completely different voices for everything completely Ledger, different mannerisms if he was all of that oh okay mm-hmm. Heath Ledger he's if he was still alive but like that's like one other person I can think of so yeah Oscar's pretty good yeah I mean the fact the fact that they didn't use like the best performance I've seen yeah I was gonna say like the fact that they didn't use like any like uh what's it called like any drastic like makeup or costume changes to like distinguish between Stephen and Mark but you could always tell like they were completely different. It was different. just the hairstyle and like posture. Yeah, and it's like maybe like yeah, slightly yeah. more baggy it was very eyes or whatever. Stuff, but you could tell. Yeah, but it's just yeah, like the, his the acting went a long way. And everything. Mm. Right. Yeah. I think Nas is taking the fell role of us talking over him. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We needed someone else to replace him. Right. Wait. Let me check up what the audio on in that case. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, if we if we dial sure. it back to episode Actually, one, though, I have to say, like, episode one, I did really like, like you said, there was a lot kind of going on and hung out there, but I like the fact that they, they almost sped it up. I feel like the other MCU shows have been a lot slower starts, whereas end of episode one, we actually see him in the Moonlight costume already, beating the shit out yeah. of that. Like, Loki had a demon. very fast start, because literally five minutes in, he's abducted by some organization we've never heard before. I think Loki was, and the show is mm, I think true, so. almost as good as Loki, and that's an accomplishment for Marvel yeah. at least. I personally I mean, I, like. I liked it more than Loki. Yeah, no, that, no. I, I understand why. Personally, I felt like two through four weren't that strong. Like episode one was a good hook, mm. and then it felt very stagnant two through four, and then episode five you get it was just maybe the best episode of MCU television. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. really liked uh, episode I can, five. Like, oh, like the interactions the between his mother and stuff? Yeah. The whole way Just through. every, Just every the whole episode, yeah. yeah. That was really cool. I don't think any other, like, show has done something like that before. Mm. WandaVision did exactly that in the same episode before the finale. Oh, okay, I don't, I didn't watch WandaVision. <laughs> it's quite good, you should give it a, you should give it a look. That's the next one for slides we'll binge watch. Well, it depends. <laughs> if we're going to do a podcast on it, then I have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, just what? How many months after it came out? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to watch the new Doctor Strange film, you'll need to watch it. Oh, don't don't I'm get started on that. Let's, let's stick film. to the Moonlight topic. If we get started on Doctor Strange. I haven't seen No Way Home yet. <laughs> you ha- well, you're oh. not missing much by skipping out on Doctor Strange, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, well. What about No Way Home? Is that good? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it. You should give it a look. It was good. It was good. Do I have to watch the other two movies? Because I don't want The to. other two. You might want to watch the other eight. <laughs> no, seven. Eight? No, I'm talking about like the MCU Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't really have to, to be fair. Okay. I mean, they already no, spoiled the plot be. for one of them in a trailer. Well... I mean, if you want to understand how the start of No Way Home happened. Well, right. anyway, we're going off topic. This happens all the time. <laughs> it Which always happens. But... All right, so how's your war season it... going? <laughs> Shut up, Sly. <laughs> right, Sly forgot to turn decks oh, on. Yada, yada, let's now. move on. Right. Wait, we've, is there we... topics? <laughs> yeah, he oh put God. some. Oh, shit. <laughs> the one organized on member the of this this entire podcast, again. But yeah, you I mean, you guys caught me off guard, man. No, as as our guest, I'll let you kick off. What would you say your favorite moments were from Moonlight? Um, I actually the thing Slay was criticizing, I really liked the end when they cut away and like you know it's uh, Jake who got rid of everything. Mm. Thought it was clever. It's like the ex machina ending, and you know Oscar Isaac's in both. I really enjoyed that, like that whole action scene between Mark and Steven going back and forth between Moon Knight and Mr. Knight. And they start talking um, 
like trading off sentences and stuff like that. Like you really see yeah. the culmination of everything of episode five of them coming together. The suit. I really like that. The suit transitions were really nice there as well, actually, because I think that's the first time we see him switch between the personalities so freely. Yes, and I think that's just the most fresh in my mind. I know I probably felt the best leaving episode five. The problem is I watched it at 2 a.m. when it dropped, and I left it. I'm like, okay, this is a heavy fucking episode. Yeah. Like, it's 3 a.m. now, and I have to go to bed. <laughs> and you're just going to cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty deep. I can relate to a lot of what happened in Mark's life. So yeah, that that hit me pretty deep. Yeah. It was, it, I know I said four, five, six wasn't my favorite, but five was definitely a standout episode. I, I, I actually saw I saw this I tweet think, online which was saying um, uh, Oscar Isaac's acting in episode five was so good that it was like they couldn't help but after watching the episode just stay away from their mother for like two three days. <laughs> I found that hilarious. Oh, yeah. They were like they just stay away from what? Stay away from their mother for like two, three days. They're like this suddenly they felt oh. the same anger, like for no reason. Oh god. Yeah. Doesn't My that kind of say something show? about MCU fans that like you get like a little bit of, you know, emotional depth in an episode and we're like, Oh, this is the greatest thing we've ever watched. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That's my favorite part of Can the we? show. It wasn't I made agree f- with you. It wasn't made for kids. That's the best no. part of the show. There was blood in it. There was, heck, there was very close to gore. Uh, there's adult themes. It wasn't made for snot-nosed kids lining up to watch. Sly, Sly has never movies. watched Punisher. No, this was... I have watched Punisher. Punisher was amazing. Okay, there we go. But, like, we expected it to get gory, right? Because it's mm. Punisher. But, like, yeah. they've released what's it called, like, really bland, like, afraid to get any... Think afraid to get their hands dirty type of like stuff from Marvel, and this felt refreshing, and I really liked that. And mm. Layla was my favorite character in the thing. I agree with yeah. you. She, she was, was actually a female yeah. protagonist done well. I re- it was really well done. I, I really liked that as a series, it stood on its own legs as well. Like um, there was rumors of potential, you know, kind of fan service moments or like cameos, but they, I don't remember there being any like blatant ones. There might have been some Easter eggs, but. There were no like. I don't remember char- any to be. Honest. Yeah, there were no other right. characters there crossing were, in. And there wasn't. It was brilliant. I know. Didn't need it. Um, they planned to have the Eternals in it. Oh my oh god! Dear. <laughs> god. <laughs> I'm so glad they did. That I would have honestly stopped watching right there if I see they, freaking Kingo or whatever the hell his name is. No, nah, did they actually plan that? Or did you just say that to trigger Slay? Character <laughs> no, they I've did. Ever written. The director was going to do a flashback with, um, like, Khonshu and all of them. Oh, no. And it was going to be the Eternals living in Egypt at the time. And, <sighs> like, an I'm Eternal was going to fight an Avatar or something like that. It was, oh, my you know, God. It was specifically going to be Camille Nanjiani's oh, character. My, was it actually? <laughs> yes. Oh, the worst character ever written. <laughs> In the history of movies, was about to ruin a good show, and the, and he decided against it. Thank God. Also, Layla was not in the original script. It was supposed to be Echo from the Hawkeye show. Ah, oh, yes. Um, I, I was going to mention that. That's the character I was trying not to think of. Not missing much. That's the worst. I mean, of, I'd, I'd rather. I think they they did well with Layla instead of Echo. Hundred yeah. percent. I don't think Echo would have fit on as nearly as well. Yeah. I think no, the. the men- I don't think there's room for another superhero in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Layla, of course, becomes an avatar at the end. But right. I think that if you were to have that throughout the show, it would have felt too full. Yeah, and I think right. the strength of this show was how free it felt. Like, you never knew where Moon Knight was going. You never knew where Ethan Hawke's character, yeah. I forget his you, name. You never knew what um, was actually Arthur Harrow. Arthur Harrow, Arthur Harrow yeah. Happen. Yeah, Harrow. Or Dr. Harrow. Well, yeah, well, she's just that, by the way. What yeah, was awesome about it was that Moon Knight didn't oh, well. a secondary character in his own show. Like, if you remember yes. watching Boba Fett, there was, like, whole episodes of just the Mandalorian and nothing that else in it. That was the best part of it, too. It was and the best part of the show. I was expecting Layla to take on to do that, right? But they, they perfectly balanced it so that Moon Knight is still the center of the show. And then they have Layla, who has a subplot throughout all the episodes where she eventually becomes a superhero. But it was yeah. it was at a lesser depth or volume than Moon Knight, which is how you're supposed to do it with primary and secondary characters. And I really like that balance. I think they, they nailed it there. Mm, That's I think my biggest on... gripe with Black Panther, actually. 
is what was that, that? Um, like Wait, Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows I love Black Panther, the character, but I feel like his movie. Really? You've like, never mentioned there's it. There's so many good side characters like Okoye and Killmonger and everything that he doesn't get the shine he deserves in his own movie. But mm-hmm. I just left through the Black Panther movie. Okay. I, I saw like the first 10 minutes and just instantly knocked it. It's, it's worse than a baseball game. It's, oh, okay. it's, it's, not, it's a it's good not movie, bad. but... It's quite good. Wait, nah, you said it, Hawkeye was the worst? Of yeah, the Hawkeye's TV? horrible. So it's worse than Falcon and the Winter Soldier? By no. far. Falcon, no. Mm. Yes. Yes. I, I yes. would put it's Hawkeye as a, as a total show above Falcon and Winter Soldier, but Falcon and Winter Soldier, for me personally, gets the nod just for the, the scene where he just beats the crap out of the guy with the shield i was just like not expecting it at all and i was like wow oh, that's it that one scene that, that one <laughs> that one scene was enough it was just savage and i was like geez they they went for it man you know i'll be honest hawkeye was probably top three for me really mm. oh, yeah genuinely. i've only seen three marvel shows <laughs> so i can't even really rank it do you say I'll you've only seen watching. three <laughs> Yeah, Loki. So it's in your top three as well. <laughs> and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm, I mean, top three for me. Sure. Top three for me has got to be One Division, Loki, and uh, uh, Moon Knight Moon up top. Yeah, I agree with you. And I top three in order is Moon Knight, What If, and Hawkeye. What oh, if? I forgot about yeah, What If. I genuinely really. Oh, I forgot about What If. No, yeah. I think I think What If probably be fourth for me it was quite good those four yeah. uh i think are quite good but i think hawkeye and fucking the winter soldier are forgettable at best all right if i had to rank the only three shows i've watched it's um loki moon knight and then falcon and the winter soldier i don't know i wasn't too i wasn't that big of a fan of loki i don't know why but you, you didn't like the self-assessed oh. it was nothing to do with that at all oh you're a fan of it I mean, I'm not, I'm not, not so fan of it. I'm not a fan of it either. I just wasn't... God, what is not on Twitter that. like? <laughs> Straight <laughs> down your throat. It's one of those. Just go like... in the comment sections and type the weirdest thing possible just to creep people out. No, and then I they don't really know. He does that at every chance he can get. No, I have a burner for NBA Twitter, and I'm, it's just a lot of, like, ratio. That's Celtics hilarious. Clear. Y'all made... do that. <laughs> just like the way i act with og black panther times a thousand because of anonymity i used to do that back when lonzo balls joined the lakers i was his biggest hater on instagram i'm sure you were account yeah so um now what do we talk about (laughs) well i have a question for y'all it's not on the it's not on the list go for it but i was wondering how y'all felt they dealt with the did with oscar isaac and uh moon knight the oh, what? Like, did you did dissociative the disorder, uh, identity dissociative disorder? Yeah. disorder. Well, that's what that did was. Did you ever? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. So, did you ever feel like they did it in poor taste, or did you think like it was, it was quality, or do you just not know enough about it and you just took it? From I know nothing. I mean, I don't, I'd I'm say... sure I don't necessarily know enough about it, but the way they handled how he transitions. Towards mm-hmm. the start, where Stephen had absolutely no idea what was going on, to like episode four or five, where they could actually control where each other were taking over. I, I feel like they built on that really well. Mm. Again, yeah, I'd agree in the sense that I'm I'm not exactly the best read on the area, but I, I feel they handled it well. I think it was really well paced, and it's the fact that he went from kind of you know people not believing him as well it was like that whole it was him against other his word against others at the start and they kind of built more and more on that to the point where he just thought he was completely crazy and then obviously he starts to realize like you know he is actually seeing these things and it actually comes to his advantage and then yeah finally getting that control over it i felt that you know they did it justice in that sense of building well he didn't it. get control over it because there's a third personality well, <laughs> he got control of the one oh. he was aware of all right but right, yeah the bromance between Steven and Mark, awesome. Man, when they yeah, chucked when, when they chucked him off the boat, four, man, they, <laughs> it was heartbreaking. When they got to episode four and they kind of split in his head. My God, that was. I, I don't think they could have done that better. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that that is true. And um, 
knowing a bit about like disorders from like reading i don't know about did but i think what they did was pretty accurate like it's a, it's a traumatic ass experience mm. when you essentially i'm not i'm not saying he killed his little brother but he he feels guilty about it well, and then on top uh, of that his mom hates him now so yeah the, that's the trauma traumatic I felt, as hell yeah i, I, I felt, felt the trauma well. more came through like his mom just walloping on him just beating the hell out of him and being a monster i think that's where the trauma came from that triggered the did yeah and from what I, think, I know like I think, that's quite accurate i'm just i'm thankful that they didn't give some like you know supernatural or mystical explanation for it right yeah that's i'm yeah. glad it's like some human explanation yeah you're right yes. about that that's which is Another thing that was, that was yeah, horrible. it was another thing that they did really well in the sense that everything seemed to be like more supernatural at first, right? Like we all had the understanding that, obviously, with Khonshu and the whole Egyptian like Egyptian god tie-in and all of that. But then we slowly real, you know, episode five, obviously, they do the big reveal where they go back through his entire past, and that's why I think that added to how good that episode was because you start to realize like there's actual just you know human, like history behind this and how we got there yeah dude honestly the more we discuss it the more i think four and five were really strong episodes and I yeah just didn't like six i think I five is quite strong like it really made the show and tied it all together i think the show would have been pretty bad without that episode mm-hmm. right the end of four where he gets shot which no one saw coming let's be honest uh, yeah, and I then, and then kind of did because they they put it in the flipping trailer. You did? They put it in the trailer of him oh, falling in. Like they didn't show him get <laughs> shot, but they saw it. So you see him like falling into a pit of water, right? And you can only That's assume stupid. he's. Why would they put that in the trailer? Like where? How else is he gonna fall? <laughs> so, you know, it kind of gave Man, away yeah, he's gonna get pretty... shot at some point. So like when when it got to that scene where Arthur Harrow comes in, you're like, right, he's gonna get shot. But no, I didn't expect him to actually die. So there was still that. Yeah. Oh. It actually felt like all the characters at some point were actually in danger of dying. Like, there were stakes. Like, mm. Layla versus that, like, zombie dude. Yeah. Like, oh. I actually thought she was she could have died there. Seriously. Yeah. Like, genuinely could have killed her off. I've never felt that with, like, any other Marvel... F- actually, no, that's not true. But there are some Marvel female <laughs> protagonists who are literally invincible and they don't go through a journey at all. You know, like Captain Marvel, who just starts the show, starts the movie overpowered. <laughs> finishes the movie overpowered Layla didn't have that problem yeah well, I think Captain Marvel let me not to get off topic but uh like her journey is less about that and just trying to figure out who she is because she was brainwashed and kidnapped yeah but She's it was a open. boring movie so they didn't <laughs> okay, do that well yeah, either yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave Captain yeah. Marvel to the side <laughs> better, better to leave that one on the side but, not talking, we could get into that for hours. I mean, yeah. While, while also staying on top of it, but comparing it to the rest of the MCU, on your, yeah. your note about you know, how you really enjoyed 4 and 5, but not so, not so much 6, I would actually, the way I looked at it was like, episode 5 felt like Infinity War to me, and episode 6 felt like Endgame, in the sense that episode yeah, 5 agree. was like, I felt incredible writing. Episode 6, maybe you know, certain bits didn't feel as good in comparison, but it tied in everything really well and gave us the one, like, you know, the bits of closure we wanted. We got the fight scenes. We got to see Layla finish her journey and we got, what's his name? We got the guy at the end. Oh, how have I forgotten? Jake. Steve, or Jake. Jake. Jake Lockley. If you're going to, if you're going to use that analogy, that part where uh, Mark and Steven black out and then everyone dies is like, if you cut, the final battle of Endgame, and it's like it goes from <laughs> Captain America rushing at Thanos, and then suddenly everyone's dead. We did still get a battle, but yeah, just not the gory, like complete massacre. Yeah, I that wanted you want. to see that because they did the action really well. Season two, but I actually season I actually two, you like might it because <laughs> then again, I think it builds be... well for the future because it yeah. still you still have that mystery. Mm. And yeah, I know that's the issue. You're like I need closure. I need closure. Yeah, but... but that's the issue. Is like they decided to choose the quality of future episodes over the quality of the one they release now. I'm which glad they prob- wrap it up. Which I know is my problem mean. with Marvel. I think it's just your problem in general, Sly. It's like how you use all your resources immediately in the game and then suddenly you're without, you're without them. <laughs> they've got to hold, they've got to hold some eggs, they've got to hold some eggs close to their chest. <laughs> that was the worst joke in history. 
<laughs> Middle East foul type right there. I, I can see what you're saying because, in a way, it's built again. As now said, it's building on future episodes and just the future of the MCU in general. Like if they just unleash Jake, right? They lose. They lose that. They lose that element and they didn't need to what was wrong with them showing mark beat up those people because it wouldn't have been mark not making it clear that it wasn't jake, mark it wasn't mark. Exactly, but not mark. making it clear that it was jake that did it it would have been very mark clear that it was jake because point, we know mark's not that is, violent the point is uh, at this point we don't know who jake is yet we've had ser- uh, situations like this before where jake has come out purely when they're on the verge of death and because that's only happened once or twice before in the show, people still don't know who or what is going on there. But so yeah, I completely trying, missed that detail personally. The idea back up for the big reveal at the very end that there is a third personality. Mm-hmm. And also, like, if we're going to be honest, they just blew the budget on that big god fight. Yeah, so they probably couldn't do another CGI suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So, I hate that CGI boss battles so much, so I really didn't enjoy that. I mean, yeah, I didn't pay too much attention to the big things fighting each other in the background. <laughs> I was still watching more. Imagine the people just coming home from work casually one day and then just seeing that. Happen. Well, they couldn't <laughs> see it thinking, is the issue. Like, imagine oh, living yeah. in Egypt and all of a sudden you look up and the fucking sky is turning back 2,000 That years. scene was like, awesome. Okay. I like the visuals of awesome. that scene. Yeah. I, I agree with you. But, like, how desensitized do you have to be? Like, once everyone snaps away, you should kind of be like, uh, anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do y'all feel also, about Concho? Also, the other Egyptian gods are morons. That's oh, the other sure. thing. Yeah. Osiris so like, got packed up. Complete dunder. Isn't Osiris, like, the all-seeing? Yeah. And he didn't I'm see, <laughs> see Harold <laughs> digging up a helmet? I saw this too- perfectly in the in one of the sections um, in too- Vegas chat. Let me just try and find it. Wool we'll slay. In the meantime, the Norse all-singing god Heimdall is fucking mid. Like, you know how many times people just straight up got past him? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Maybe, maybe the worst character. Like, he... He needs to be fired. He needs to get out of there. Yeah, so Osiris took lessons from Heimdall on being all-seeing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a theme, That's and cool. it seems to be a theme in the MCU now. The, the all-seeing people really just aren't all-seeing, are they? Really not there when we need them to be there. Might as well get Matt Murdock to watch Asgard at that point. <laughs> Selectively all-seeing, but yeah. I could do better. What Matt Murdock would do a better job. Should, at least. Yeah. I, I, I summed the... Um, the god scene in like the third episode but perfectly in uh, Vegas chat so I'm late to this but I love how Harrow just said L plus ratio plus I was just visiting plus he's mentally ill plus yeah, yeah, that's literally what he said. and they all just fucking believed him <laughs> yeah. right one of our brethren <laughs> just a god or some human and they chose the human I also no, that's like if there was there's if also a meme Go ahead. I was Go gonna ahead. say there's there's also a meme that was online about how Konshu gives this big speech to Mark about, you know, we have one shot at convincing them we have to be foolproof with our like, you know, our, our reasoning. <laughs> and then he walks like, in, he's like, It's him, it's him, he's a liar. He's he's telling <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Wasn't a very good argument. <laughs> like, great job, man. You just bold. It barely formed sentences in that scene. And yeah. That was like the best he could do. And then every other think? time we see him talking, he's all, like, intelligent. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he was kind of goofy. He wasn't even that smart. He was a little bit of an idiot, if we're going to be honest. Mm. I mean, you right. were, you were about to ask just before, I think a few minutes ago, what we thought about Conchu. Do you want to maybe lead on that one while he's on the topic? Yeah, he's goofy. He's fun. I, I liked him, but he's goofy as hell. Like, you see this big CGI bird with a skull head? <laughs> like all right bro like i he, it some things are impossible to look badass in live action but i think conchu is one of them mm. i mean i did like i did like that there was always this element of you know he's holding something out on mark and we obviously find out at the end is jake um i thought that was quite well done it was just like it was obvious but not obvious enough for you to just be like yes it's definitely happening it was more like are they going to do it? Aren't they, you know, are they going to maybe save it for a later, few, like later season? If you read the comics, it was more obvious. Mm. Right, that. but I shouldn't have to read the, comment, the comics to 
watch a show to understand everything. I... No, that's not what I'm saying. That's why no. they did the big reveal at the end. Okay, fair enough. So that people that didn't read the comics fully understand what's going on and everything reveals itself even more. Whereas ah, okay. for the people that read the comics, they were just waiting until they revealed him. Yeah, comic lab. book mold probably lost their mind. Yeah, yeah, they lost their I mean, mind. Even... He was actually revealed, but the people that didn't read, they've mainly said, or they they mainly watched and thought, okay, what is going on here? Is there somebody else? It was more of a mystery to them, which right. I think is I think they they handled well as well, yeah. mainly because I... they didn't spoil anything, but they also had the the same big reveal and the excitement, or the potential excitement for anybody that hadn't read the comics and wasn't huge on marvel in the past that that actually makes sense i like that balance i'm glad it didn't turn into uh what's it called batman v superman all over again yeah, exactly. where comic book people were just complaining oh it's not like the story we need it exactly like the comics so we know what's yeah, happening in the next mm-hmm. scene i'm glad it was it wasn't so i mean i do feel it was probably like one of the lesser known comics as well and i do like how how well they were made like able to make it stand yeah, out I love how much traction they've given it as well. Mm. Yeah. A lot of effort went into making that show, despite it being, like, a a superhero I've never heard of before until I played MCOC. Mm. Yeah. But, okay, so we did did also mention Layla earlier, I guess, on the the kind of, like, full full beam. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've just gone and come back, but... (laughs) Are you okay? My my uh, connection just died. The low budget conchu killed my Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna just I mean, continue nice, rolling through it, it and nice Sly decided to just start on. giggling to himself. So, <laughs> right. So what I, I missed quite while well. you were gone. It was all. It was yeah, all it sounded like robots in the other episode. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Why well, you weren't here? Uh-huh. Mm. But yeah, as I was, I was saying before. So. There were actually a couple of points that um, people outside of our podcast brought up to me to maybe bring in. So I'll start with one from Vega, actually. Um, we mentioned Layla earlier. He sent a tweet, which you guys have the screenshot of there as well, um, about like just her general like costume design, the hairstyle, and just general like inclusion throughout the series. I think it was really well done, Like just inclusion in general. I, I loved the soundtracks. I loved the styles of the costumes and the settings. And I feel like it wasn't overdone like certain movies that we've mentioned tonight like eternals i don't know yeah i agree with you one million percent i just hate the tweet about the first egyptian superhero that's that's the only thing i really dislike about it i think she was she could have been she's not the best character because oscar isaac's character is yeah but she's a super well done character and her arc was really well done but I just, I don't, I don't like, like, it seems like this is like politics saying the first Egyptian superhero. Like, who cares what a race is? She did an awesome job, and the story around her was great. Her style was great. Everything about her was great. Yeah. I'm going to give a little bit of pushback on the first Egyptian superhero thing. I think that's to spell out for kids. Like, it's, yeah. that's a little, you know, Middle Eastern girl seeing that and was like, oh, shit, that's me. You know the what I mean? Issue- I understand where you're coming from. The issue with that is you're teaching kids to see race then. Not, see, not necessarily see race, but see see themselves, is, I think, is the aim. Because you, no, you've got to look at it like... Saying, from diff- oh, I'm Egyptian. Uh, there's only been one Egyptian superhero. I, I don't know. I, it shouldn't matter. That's all. That's basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, no. that's, that's where I'm at. I know it's like... I know we can all be civil about this, obviously. Yeah. And she was an amazing character. We all agree on this. I just don't like the first egyptian thing i feel like it was just out of nowhere the, yeah the way, the way i see it is it's like um it's, it's like a nice to have kind of like you don't have to necessarily class it like that you don't have to put too much emphasis on you know egyptian or whatever but it is more so for the visual it's like you know like nar said you know a young egyptian girl looking at that and kind of being able to see themselves on the big screen in marvel you know in a big name tv series right but all kids are all kids are stupid though like in high school <laughs> i wanted to fit we in, can be right? civilized about no, this just... and then he says all kids are no, no, stupid no, hold on. <laughs> no, no, listen, just... that's more to the point kids are stupid you yeah. gotta say oh i'm the first egyptian superhero because they won't fucking get it without it no, i'm talking like... about the point with the hair because it's uh this the i'm guessing this guy directed a couple episodes from what i remember yeah he did and he said, 
yeah, not all of them, some of them. Uh, but uh, talks about how she wanted to straighten her hair, right? Mm-hmm. Every kid wants to fit in. So every kid is going to go for the same hairstyle and stuff like that to fit in. Uh, and I like that they didn't straighten out her hair and make her look like something she isn't, obviously. And they didn't, they didn't, like, they didn't say in the show, oh, look at this, it's the first Egyptian female superhero. Uh, because it didn't matter because they wrote a good story around her. Um, they didn't explicitly like they that, did. but there was a there's a scene where she like uh, protects some like car from being shot at, and then the little girl like asks her, oh, you know, right. are you are you an Egyptian here superhero? And she just goes yes, and that's actually that specific line Vega pointed out because it was really simply done. She just goes yes, I am, and then moves yeah, on. That, that was it. it was moves on with it. No, no, like big yeah, speech. Yeah, it wasn't like or... a message being sent, which I appreciate about that. I just don't like this tweet. That's all. Like, <laughs> I, I have no problem with the character or nothing. I just don't like the tweet. Like, uh, we get it. All right. So basically, what Sly is saying is fuck Twitter, but <laughs> diversity is no, fine. Twitter's stupid. I don't. I understand. can get on board with that. But yeah. Off topic. I feel like I'm gonna get cancelled. <laughs> I, I don't know. Cancel Slay. <laughs> I think no. I think the hair to the hair to the broader point is I like the authenticity of like you know somebody of a different race or background or anything like it's going to be themselves. I know a couple years ago there was an, a short film that won the Oscar that was all about you know young black girls accepting their hair and all of this and I think that same message is getting pushed through in this with the hair subtly it's just like accepting who you are like in the greater sociological world and not having to like push for western beauty ideals i suppose even though the hair is fucking gorgeous and anyone with a brain will know yeah honestly Mm. anyone with two eyes will would know actually anyone with like half a pupil will know that's a a really good hairstyle and she was really pretty Uh, and i think yeah i like we focus a lot on the hairstyle as well but i really i don't know about you guys but i really love the soundtrack like i just loved the the fact that it's well, oh, one yeah. of the Marvel intros, they just completely switched up the usual Marvel music and put in, you know, some more kind of like, you know, Egyptian yeah. style music. And then, yeah, just even in the like end scenes and everything. Oh, they've Moon done Knight's that before. Theme, when like the horns blare when he comes on, uh, I, I'm slipping my mind, but it's such a good theme. Is that as in the episode I one? I listen to it back. You mean, do you mean the episode episode, one? Yeah, like the end of the episode reveal of him. Probably. I don't remember. I just, like, Mm. that sound is, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. I really love the the one they used for the Field of Reeds as well. And the fact that the two places they used it could not have been more, like, polar opposite. There was a Field of Reeds, just complete peace for Mark. And then post-credit with... um, Mark, having Mark just thinking he's found peace, they've now got post-credit, the third personality, Jake, who's just killed some people in a hospital and taken Arthur to go kill him. It was just it went from being really peaceful to really sinister, but it's the same music, and I thought that was like really, really well done. One thing I didn't necessarily like was how they represented Jake at the end as like the, just this fucking psychopathic killer. Because they didn't have time to develop him. I know. They didn't have time to develop, obviously. But that's one thing I think in the future they're going to build on that. But at the moment, people that didn't read the comics know him as a psychopath. A psychopath. That makes sense. Building into the show instead of a movie. You want to give it one more try, TJ? No. Psychopath. Yeah. This is like the I'm Asterix. This okay. is like the Asterix episode all over again. And I'm drinking. Okay. You've right. seen him edit it like six times. If this was Discord, <laughs> yeah. just trying. I like that they did a show over a movie though, because yeah, it's it's the yeah, same issue with Star Wars. Right. Well, like, a movie would just... not have been able to do it justice. Right. Mm, exactly. Because there's just you just need so much more time, but you can't release a six-hour movie without. 
Can you, like yeah. half the audience leaving. Like, I'd die yeah. on the hill that um, I think Eternals would be a really good TV show, but it no, just I was too much yeah. for a movie. No, it needed more. I, yeah. I 100% agree with you. I would have maybe liked Kingo if he was developed, but he was <laughs> no, just... You just hate Camille. He was, <laughs> no, if he was developed properly, but like in the middle of the world ending, he's like throwing jokes around and stuff. He just ruins the whole tone of that movie, but yeah, let's not get into it. There's another show Eternals I've not watched, but it's... Um... Movie. I don't think it was... Mm. I don't think... I think they introduced too many characters at once. Yeah, because oh, I was going to say, actually, really build, there's right? another show called Doom Patrol I've never watched, but I heard they did a good job of kind of like splitting out characters to their own episodes. You get all the interaction, but each episode kind of zones in in season one on like a different story, character's backstory. And I feel like something that's what like you, that would have worked for Eternals. That's what Euphoria did. Mm. Yeah. But, oh, like, Euphoria? Oh, uh, <laughs> good show. The show about high school. I don't know why you want to relive that. I mean, I had a good time. Uh, it's not. Um, let's not. So, what do you want to talk about the future? Yeah, let's move into the future of, <laughs> of Moon Knight. Of Moon Knight. I want to circle back to what TJ was just talking about, to be fair, with Jake. So, TJ, directly at you, this question. Um, I've not been a huge comic reader, so I don't know a lot about Jake's kind of backstory. But the psychopathic yeah. killer did stand out as being a big part of his character. Where, what more would you want to see from him? Um, a scene with him in it. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see a scene, like mainly in if they were to make another season, then a scene to kind of bring out who he actually is, like go into his character arc a bit deeper. Mm. Because Isn't I assume the there's obviously. I'm trying, to say, a... I'm trying yeah. to say this without spoiling anything. I assume there's a lot more to him than just if, if maniac killing kind it. of thing. Mm. I, that's the issue with another season, though. Is it's probably going to be the same journey all over again. No, the person, I don't the quite. Personality learning another. It won't be the same because at the start they we only knew Stephen. Yeah. So one. So now we know all three. We know. Well, we know yeah. two of them, and we know the third exists. And, and bear in mind, they had to build on two character arcs at once I would... in the first few episodes, whereas now, we already know the first two. All we're doing is building on one. Yeah, I'd, I'd also say they've planted some seeds. Like, yeah, I'd say they've already planted some seeds um, so that they wouldn't have to kind of redo a full journey with, you know, like oh, that kind makes of sense. rumors I've seen online, for example. People ask, you know, in the scene where Mark's as a child getting beat by his mother, right? He, in fear, he creates Stephen. But if Stephen only has good memories of his mother, he's not the one taking the beatings, surely. So does Stephen then create Jake to take those beatings? And that's why Jake is the more kind of violent version of the three personalities. Then the Jake killed his mother. There's that, that be, yeah. That's another thing. People are saying, what if Jake was the crazy. reason? Oh, my God. my theory is also, I think Jake's personality killed Layla's dad. I think, you know how we talk about his partner getting greedy? Yeah. We I don't right. think we explicitly met that partner or shown that partner in that flashback where they gonna, did that well, scene. They mentioned him, C.L. Yeah, Bushman. Did they? Yeah, I think that's where they'll okay. go with the season two is Raul Bushman who's like Moon Knight's biggest villain in the comics. Okay. And I, I think that, yeah, TJ can probably speak on it better than I can, but um, I think that's what they'll go with. And aside from the do. more supernatural stuff with like Blade and all of that, and Elsa Bloodstone just got cast in Midnight, you know, just like heading that direction as well. Elsa yeah. Bloodstone got casted? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to tell mm. Rob about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kempo. But yeah, this well, is actually an, another opportunity to. I think to, it's building up to a Midnight Suns type thing. Yeah, this yeah. is another opportunity to shout out um, another topic that was thrown in by someone else, which was Steel, who wanted to hear about this, but more of the future, like in terms of the Midnight Suns. My understanding of the Midnight Suns is yeah. I've seen names like Blade, Punisher, even Daredevil thrown about. Yeah, um, I mean, now that it's confirmed that Daredevil is in the MCU hmm. as Charlie Cox, then that means that. Uh, John Bernthal's Punisher is also in the MCU. Oh my god, that's, that's such likely. a cool team. I can't and wait. Iron Fist. Those two Iron Fist have two teams. <laughs> Not oh Iron wait, Fist. no, guys. Not Iron Fist, guys. please. <laughs> guys, 
Morbius is in this team. All right. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's end this. I don't want to see it. Boys, let's just leave him out of this, okay? Yeah. Morbius is in this move. That Morbius, doesn't matter, Morbius. okay? Let's, let's ignore that. We're it's not here to talk cinema. about Morbius. I hope they cancel Morbius. I hope they give him a quadrilogy. I hope he like dies in like the first ten minutes, and then like the team comes together because he died or something. I hope they stop doing the Venom movies and put all of that budget into Morbius Two. I don't think the Morbius Two is gonna happen. I haven't even seen it, dude. Oh, no, no, I haven't either, but I just I mean, don't want to see it. I would rather see a Venom done there. Do you guys just get on one night and watch it and just laugh the whole time? Yeah, Maybe. This that. sounds awesome. We should, we should record an episode while we're watching it. A watch, oh a watch along, a watch along to like Marvel's worst movies. Yeah, all of us, all of us watch Marvels at the same time. Oh dear. Right. Also, <laughs> record Ghost a Rider. Ghost Riders and the Midnight Suns. Yeah, Sons. this is the thing. The Midnight yeah, Suns has a Cage little... coming back. Imagine. Oh, God, I'm named after him. Role. I don't. It's my namesake. Mm. You're named after Nicolas Cage. As yeah. Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage. So wait, why did you get the name Horny instead of Cage? That's his last name. Oh. Yeah, there's two names. <laughs> Bozo. <laughs> I was just looking for a reason to call your name. Huh? Who are you named after, Aaron? Uh, I'm named after an anus. Anus. Wait, is your is your name Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> That's my middle name. his line. Hmm? It used to be Aaron and then in brackets Anas. Yeah. Yeah, that's my dad's name. That's my middle name. I'm your dad. Alright. We'll <laughs> right, so Nas is named after Aaron Rodgers and then TJ is that... named after Tom Brady. That's what Yo, it is. That, that plot twist right there of Nas being Nas' father... Is bigger or is better than the entire Morbius movie? <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's not and I true. Think that's a good note to end on. I had a smaller budget as well. You definitely do have a smaller budget. <laughs> I don't even want to know what you guys are talking about. Right? Should we? <laughs> I think I think we've gone. I went that. straight for the gutter. Yeah. But getting back to the Midnight Suns, I would say they've got such a, like, it's from the reading I did on it, it looks like they've got a wide range of characters to pick from, so we don't have to worry about train wrecks like Morbius or other characters that haven't turned out so well. And if Morbius is in it, I'm not watching whatever Midnight Suns thing come out. And I would also, listen out. I'd also have some faith that they might save the character, because he, uh, he's a Sony, Sony um, product, isn't he, at the moment? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Well, they probably can't even touch him anyway. Instead of making a black cat movie, let's uh, let's get Jared Leto to play fucking Morbius. <laughs> he can't even play Joker, right? Why put him on like some no-name Marvel character? Yeah, yeah. hopes that he can play him, Mark. Yeah, but clearly not. All right, let's let's wind this episode out. Let's just get final final rating of the show out of ten, and where you place it, where you place it in your MCU TV series rank up. Let's go with Nar first, since you're our guest. I'd probably put it at like a eight, and I'd put it behind Loki and WandaVision. Um, I just think that it, without episode five, it's probably a four or a five, and it's getting really carried. But there's definitely some times where it just dragged on kind of in the middle, and mm. it's like, I don't know where we're going, and it kind of, you know, just not my, f it, it, it's very good. An eight is very good but it's not my favorite of the lot. Mm. Sly? Uh, for me, it's a 7 out of 10, and I've only seen three shows, and I put it second behind only Loki. Um, there was a lot of good in it, but there was also equally a lot of stuff I didn't like personally. I understand comic book people are going to agree with me, are going to disagree with me, but that's just where I uh, stand with the show. TJ? I personally give it a nine. I'd say it's my favorite out of the bunch that they've released so far. I just really like how they built on everything. I, especially like in episode four when it gets to the stage where he goes to the asylum, and for it leaves it on a cliffhanger where they meet um, where they meet a hippopotamus, mm. and then through episode five you're just thinking what the fuck is going on here yeah 
like like it's it's towards they built on built on everything so well for throughout the start of the show and then at the end they just said fuck it let's just make it absolutely mental throw everything we can in and i personally really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. yeah i'd have to agree i think for me probably nine as well i've got a I've got to put it top of my rankings and I just, yeah, I, I did fear coming into this call that I might have a bit of recency bias with it as I do with a lot of Marvel stuff. But I think, I think all the things talked about on this call just kind of reaffirmed for me how good a show it was, how well paced, yeah. everything from visuals I mean, to like music. It's your favorite storytelling. Marvel TV show? Yeah. yeah. Among the Disney oh, no. Plus. So I'd made the distinction That's of among the Disney Plus like originals, definitely. But when comparing it to the Netflix ones, I can't... Oh, like Daredevil and Punisher? Yeah, I can't pick yet shows. because Daredevil and Punisher had a lot more long, longevity to them, especially Daredevil yeah. going all the way with three seasons. So, And they were longer right. seasons. They were like, what, 12 episodes or something? 13, I yeah, believe. Versus six. First two so. episodes of Daredevil was some of the best storytelling <clears throat> I've ever witnessed. Le- Legion mm. clears, sadly. Legion's the best Marvel TV show. I haven't watched it. I've never heard of. You should give it. A, you should give it a look. It's quite one good. opportunity. I think they really missed out on was at the end of episode four. They didn't play the end credits as Oscar Isaac hit the bottom of song. Ah oh, yes. I'm so glad that if was brought up. That, <laughs> I'm so glad that was brought up. If if either of you Sly and, yeah Sly nah, if either of you haven't seen it, look it up. It was on the what, yeah. which Jimmy Oscar was it? Jimmy Fallon show, I think. For everybody listening as well. Oh. All right, I'll, I'll turn into it after this. I have one Oscar last Isaac's question. Isaac's what? Hippopotamus song. Okay. It was. I'll smash your past the hippo. It was literally. It was. <laughs> It was the best thing. I'm going to see if I can actually find it, it now. It was absolutely incredible. <laughs> smash your pass, Jake. <laughs> what? Why, yeah, smash where was this cool? from? You didn't answer. I asked I'm smash your pass the hippo. Uh, I, uh, I will go with a very hard no. Um, it's just not human enough for me. Yeah, but she's a goddess. So... Why, first off, why is Nath thinking about this? Hey, I'm just on second off the way. No, wait, no, you guys, you don't see this, but Nas put it in the topic list. Yeah. Right below Future of the MK character, it says Smash or Pass Hippo. So Nath was just following the topic put out by Nas. I just want to make sure we cover everything. Trying to cover everything. No, he hasn't. You haven't answered though. Smash or pass, TJ. I think I'm that's a good sure. point to end. Smash or pass, TJ. 100% smash. Absolutely not. Definitely smashing, TJ. Absolutely not. answer. So you're not going to say no. You're not passing. <laughs> you're you're opening your new no. ideas multiple times. This is the most. Absolutely not for like the last minute. This is the most stupid yeah, end to an episode we've had. <laughs> but in the words in the words of Arthur Harrow, I say we embrace embrace the chaos. I'm just trying to cover all the topics. I mean, yeah, Go that's what the topic was. Yeah. Do you not see it? 